I'm a free black man, hold up my head, black man. Beautiful black man, I don't that feel nice, man. I love your brother, black man, and chase your dreams, black man, and get that cream, black man. We the original. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Confessions of a Native Son. I'm your host, Mike Stedman, a Marine Corps veteran, entrepreneur, and aspiring author who enjoys thought-provoking and engaging dialogue about race, culture, and business. The following is another legacy episode recorded prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, where I interviewed Lance John and Makesia Brown from the Gifted Sounds Network, an American podcasting creation, production, and distribution network based in Brooklyn, New York. Lance and his team are curating diverse talent from all across the country with the intent of building a larger-than-life podcasting platform for people of color. I first met Lance and his team after appearing on the Super Upper Punch podcast with Rich Rodriguez. I had an itch for starting this podcast, and I viewed my chance encounter with Lance as the universe giving me a sign. Over the course of a few months, we discussed the idea of launching Confessions of a Native Son until finally one day, I decided to pull the trigger and host the show on the Gift of Sounds Network. Today's show marks episode 11 of what was once just an idea, and in this episode, we discuss how Lance and Makesia founded Gifted Sounds, the importance of protecting one's intellectual property, and the black podcaster landscape. As always, thanks again for sharing your time with me, and I hope you enjoy the show. Our freedom, black voices, it's ringing. Black freedom, our freedom, black voices, it's ringing. That's what I dream and I love it. That's what I dream and I love it. Circle back to the hood and teach them trappers to do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Circle back to your hood. Welcome to another edition of Confessions of a Native Son got some very special guests with us here today and i feel like i'm gonna butcher the name so i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna go ahead and let them introduce themselves go ahead mckesia brown uh aka mickey and i'm lance john pretty and, easy <laughs> pretty easy and they're from the gifted sounds network which is a, a, a podcast network that is curating black talent i know you this is episode nine and you've heard me talk uh, about gifted sounds and giving them a shout out and uh, especially Lance and Makesia for all the great stuff that they're doing. But you probably didn't even know that uh, I wanted to give an opportunity to actually let them come on the platform and just tell you a little about themselves, what they're doing and give you all some advice for those of you out there that are interested in starting a podcast or jumping into podcast industry in general. So with that being said, will you go both go ahead and just introduce yourselves? All right. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Um, ah, I hate the sound of my own voice. Okay. Um, I have a day job of being a software engineer and um, this amazing uh, company, the Gifted Sounds Network, that I have been working hard for since, I guess, 2017. We mm -hmm. officially launched and it's it's been one of the most amazing things I've ever been a part of. I've met so many great people and created such a dope community of creatives and doers and just really inspiring folks. Um, and uh, I can't wait to have even more adventures. Awesome. And Lance? Yeah. Uh, so like she said, we started GSN or Gift of Sounds Network back in 2017. Uh, I guess a little bit of background with me is that I've been doing podcasting for over eight years now and uh, just kind of, I, I, I kind of fell into podcasting. You know, I was kind of, I was asked to do help produce a gaming podcast um, back in the day. And 
I don't think that was me. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It's um, all good. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, uh, so yeah, I did that for a little while. I worked with like smaller podcast networks and whatnot. And I just, I mean, I, I, I batted around the idea of starting a podcast, uh, a podcast network overall. And, you know, just decided to just do it. And it, because there weren't really a whole lot out there for, that was one, A, run by black people. And B, there was, a, there and B, like, just kind of like focused on black voices. Uh, there are some that I know of, but it's, they're more diverse in many ways, which is cool. Uh, you know, but I, I knew all these like incredible people in my life and everything like that. They have very interesting conversations. I was like, well, hey, I already know how to do this, <laughs> you know, let's get this rolling and whatnot. And uh, it's been doing it. So we, you know, that's when GSN was created and birth <laughs> in September of 2017. And, you know, this is where we're at now, you know, like how many podcasts, 20 podcasts, <laughs> it's like something like that. I love it. And for those of you out there that are listening, I got connected with uh, GSN because I was filming a podcast with uh, a friend of mine, Rich Rodriguez, mm. and uh, he's got a podcast called Super Upper Punch. Yeah. And uh, he's looking to do some of the similar work that Ironbound Boxing is doing, him and his fiance. And so they've come and visited me in Ironbound. They've come to our gym. They spent time with me and the kids. And so, you know, we really have like a strong relationship, just helping people succeed, you know, pulling them into the fold and letting them see a little bit behind the scenes. And uh, he invited me to do this, his podcast. And I was, I'd already had the, this idea for doing a show myself. But mm -hmm. once I met Lance, I was like, yo, it's a black dude that knows about podcasting. I just want to know everything. <laughs> and then I found out that he has this network and that they're curating black talent. So I feel like it was like fate, you mm -hmm. know? And here we are. By this time this episode comes out, we're going to be like nine episodes in, which is um, super dope. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's a hustle, man. I, I'm, I'm honest on here. Like this stuff takes concentration. We were just having a conversation about this. Like, yo, I got my show notes out. You know, I do a little mm -hmm. prep work. Um, not even that you need to do like any crazy prep work, but, you know, 15 minutes or so thinking about like what you're going to talk about. Right. But then also I probably put a decent amount of time in learning how to utilize the equipment because, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, a lot of people want to buy a bunch of equipment and it just sits, but they never actually sit down and like watch a tutorial on how to do it. Mm -hmm. And it holds them back so much. But and now um, you hold that knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I area. do. It's, it's, yeah. If, you look, if you look at their setup, it looks like we know. I mean, it looks like I know what I'm doing. And I'll say, OK, I have a little idea of what I'm doing. But like when I first met, when I first met y'all and got associated with Good Sounds Network, I didn't know anything really about podcasting. Mm -hmm. But I just diving in, you know, you figure it out. Um, and I'm from this is for me, man. I really love what you all are doing. It's super dope. I just like seeing us reflected in a bunch of different mediums, whether it's like podcasting or business, uh, entrepreneurship in general. And so that's why it was important for me to, you know, position my show, Confessions of a Native Sons, around a group that actually like gets it, you know? So um, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to have y'all here. They actually came to Newark and it's a, it's a Saturday night and we're podcasting. Got to get them because they're busy people. <laughs> Before we give a shout out to our sponsors, like we always do, this show is called Confessions of a Native Son. And I want each of you to give a confession about something in your life, whether it's like business related, uh, personal, just pull back the veil a little bit to let our audience know some of the stuff that you're struggling with. Uh, I would say like one of the things that for 2019, 
Uh, we're in 2020 now, but for 2019, one of the things that I I know we struggled with as a GS, as GSN as a company was marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, was trying to figure out where to uh, to put podcast, uh, black podcast, so just 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 or just podcast in general. It's like, well, how do we advertise? that these shows exist, where do we put it? You know, is it billboards? Is it the side of a bus? Is it, um, you know, traditional radio? Like, what are we doing? Like, how are we getting it to places? And, you know, I came up with the idea of like, well, how many social media platforms are out there? You know? (laughs) And I was like, well, let's put everything there. And one thing that I came up with was also creating like small um, videos that would take a snippet of the show like a minute or so. Um, and just to kind of like put that out there, that seemed to have garnered a lot of uh, curiosity around it. And, you know, and we've seen some returns from that, but, and that cost me nothing. Like it costs us nothing to do that because it's literally something I create custom and everything like that. Um, but it, and we had a pretty good growth in 2019. I would say we hit like a hundred thousand um, subscribers overall for the whole network and whatnot. Uh, but, one thing that we quickly learn along with just the marketing part, which is like, you need a whole lot of money to do it, or you need to know how certain connections or whatever, um, was statistics. Like, and that was like a huge challenge. And we finally figured it out this year, <laughs> like how to get this information. Unfortunately, we have to wait a little while for it to like come through and, you know, get this information that's sellable. That's uh, how you put stuff around and whatnot, like who you need to approach or how you should be approached if somebody were to, come to you like, Hey, we have Pampers. We want to advertise on your show, whatever the case may be. Now, now the each show host would have that, um, that information and knowledge to know their own worth to their show would say. And it's like, that's something that uh, it's been a struggle and I'm happy that we actually starting to figure it out and like, just trying to get that in there. Awesome. Nikki. Um, yeah, it's really uh, great that you ask that because as human beings, we're, no one's perfect. And I know for me, um, <clears throat> a big challenge for me has been living with uh, various illnesses that actually uh, impact my ability to work uh, the long hours that I would love to work. I, I'm so passionate and I'm so hardworking, but my body and my mental health and my emotional health and my, you know, just my physical health, just health. It has its limits. So for example, um, I'm actually dealing with a lingering migraine that may be coming on. And, um, you know, you can have all the passion in the world, but if, if you don't take care of your body enough and you don't get enough sleep and, and exercise and all this stuff to maintain the biggest tool that you have, the most important tool that you have, which is your body, your, your mind, yourself, um, you can only attain so much. So self-care is so important. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. listen, I have to meditate. I meditate, uh, try to work out, you know, five times a week. Most of the time I hit like three, but um, I appreciate you sharing that and, and pulling back the veil a little bit. And one of the reasons that's important is because, you know, with these shows and these platforms, so many of us, as in terms of like people of color, we just don't have networks that allow us to kind of see behind the veil and understand how stuff is getting done. So, mm. you know, just being open and honest and transparent with people is really empowering because you don't know there's listeners out there that are struggling with some stuff themselves, whether it's marketing, whether it's personal. Um, and it is reassuring when they hear people like us come on our platforms and actually address that. So 
Um, I appreciate you doing that. And I'm going to go ahead and share a confession. And Lance, I don't know if this is normal, but my confession is I listen and watch my own content. Like, I don't know. <laughs> is that embarrassing? Like, I hate, no. like I'm walking down the street and someone's like, oh, what are you listening to? I'm like, I'm listening to my own podcast. Like, <laughs> and it's not from a sense of like narcissist. What's the word I'm looking for? Narcissism. Yeah. Narcissism is just that like, I, I believe you should create content that you would actually want to listen to, you know? And I'll go in ways where like, I'm not the most confident person. And then I'll hear something I said. I'm like, yeah, Mike, that's right. Yeah. You know? Um, that's I, awesome. Yeah. And I like, I like listening to the content because I do think this, this is cool and we put good content. And then we're also tackling some complex stuff when we talk about like race, culture, and business in a, in a curious, in an interesting way. So Appreciate that with the confessions. Before we jump into the theme of today's show, which I'm excited about, because these are SMEs. These are subject matter experts. Like if you're looking to start a podcast and you're a person of color, you need to be talking to GSN. That's a fact. And I got them here with me. So we're going to take full advantage of that. But before we do, I got to give a shout out to our sponsors. First, I got to give a shout out to Dope Coffee. We're a lifestyle brand that pairs urban black culture with innovative product offerings in the coffee industry. We're not a coffee brand for black people. We're a coffee brand that seeks to elevate black culture through a lifestyle of premium coffee and candid conversation. And of course, I got another shout out to my brand, the one and only Ironbound Boxing, a fitness brand committed to sharing our love, passion, and appreciation for boxing within companies, organizations, and low-income communities. As a social enterprise, we proudly dedicate a significant percentage of our proceeds to fund free boxing programs for inner city youth and young adults. Boom. If you're listening to this right now, you should be sipping on some dope coffee, rocking an Ironbound t-shirt. Like that's, that's, that's my super fan. Somebody sipping dope coffee in an Ironbound hoodie or tea as they listen to us. But uh, enough about that. Let's jump into the theme of today's show, which is owning your own content. And I think a great way to get started is let's talk to us about the origins of the GSN network. Lance, take it, uh, take it away. Uh, it actually started with a show that I did 2012, I want to say 2011. <laughs> it's called Titty Talk Show. <laughs> you can go look it up. It's still on YouTube. We still, we actually just wrapped the season last year and we're about, we're going to get started again, probably April Mar or June. I don't know. <laughs> One of those months we're going to, we're going to be back on it. It's, uh, um, that is pre pretty much where it all started for me. Um, and then from there, like I said before, it was just me kind of just being asked to like, okay, let's get this digital content created outside of that. And then I just kind of got into, that's how I got into podcasting. And that's where I learned a whole lot about, um, one, you know, claiming the stuff right before you start, like, um, figuring out your name, your brand, what it's going to be about, your segments, yada, yada. So it was like, you know, planning a whole show, like run of show. And I already have that type of experience prior to that. But it wasn't about podcasting, but it's pretty much around the same thing. And then it was just after that, it's like, okay, how do we get our voices heard? Where are we going to be? Like, you know, the platforms are going to be on and stuff like that. And I had to do a whole lot of trial and error <laughs> for to to run something like this. Um, and that show had an added element to it, which was um, live streaming. Mm. And I learned a whole lot <laughs> with that. It's when it comes to live streaming, especially if you're not streaming like video games or something like that, the equipment that you need, the expert, not even expertise, but just like a little bit of know-how just to try to even get halfway decent of a live stream or whatnot. 
it's very, very difficult for people who are like remote and stuff like that, which is primarily what this podcast I did, which was um, called um, Press Any Key, which is about game, uh, gaming uh, journalism or just, well, journalism around video game com- uh, industries and stuff like that. And from there, you know, we ended up on a podcast network called Geeks Worldwide, or it used to actually be called Geeks with Wives. Mm. <laughs> they they changed and called it Geeks Worldwide. Very cool company. Um, I, I kind of call it, they, you know, it took me a while to understand what their branding was really about, but it seems like they're more like public access where pretty much anybody could join up as long as you have the passion and they didn't really quite you know, not to shit on them or anything like that or turn any shade, but they didn't really care that much about the quality overall, but, you know, just a lot of shows and, you know, and, but they, their bread and butter was their website, which is they mostly just talked about geek stuff, comic books, that sort of thing. And it's just like the podcast part was kind of like an added on bonus or whatnot. And it's, you know, neither here nor there for the most part, but they did pretty well there. And, you know, that's where I had the idea of like, well, I wanted to create something uh, that could highlight black voices and the talented folks that I knew and, you know, myself included. And, you know, I, I created a few podcasts around that, which Ponder Nerdcast, that sort of thing, Titty Talk Show, which is now a podcast. Um, uh, also a few others that's like, like TV recap shows like Compound V, which is about the boys, which is on Amazon, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, like I'm on a few podcasts on the network to defend it and, and the recent one, Project Cadness, which is all this other stuff that I've been doing. It's like, and it's just, it's a way, it was a, a way for me personally to feed my um, geek side, you know, versus my nerd side. And it, yes, there is a difference <laughs> between the two. Um, and, you know, it, it, it kind of, in one way, I just wanted, that. that's like the selfish part of like what I wanted to do. But then the overall part, which is like, um, helping out the black community in this way and giving something back. I always said, yeah, I, I need to, I have the power to make a mark. So let me, let me start. And that's where I started gathering folks who wanted to do sports stuff or talking about lifestyle or uh, sexuality, whatever the case may be. And it's like, but as long as it came from a black voice, I was like, yeah, that's dope. Let's do it. Let's put it out there. Let me see where, how far I can take your show and put it where it, it needs to be. You know, and at the time, that's all I was thinking about. It's like, all right, let's just, you know, if the read can make it from the loudspeaker network or, you know, another round or whatever, but they're, they're on big platforms. They're on things like um, Buzzfeed and stuff like that. They have millions of folks that comes in there. I'm completely, nobody knows who the hell I am, you know, what I do or anything like that. So it's like, but they, these people chose to stick around with the network, chose to stick with us and whatnot. And then they're from the jump, like, First day, you know, and growing in that way, which I really appreciate all their hard work and whatnot. And that's the, that's the growth part that I really want for them. But like I said, in the very beginning, um, I knew what I was doing in certain parts, other parts I had to learn the hard way. And don't we all? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you know, figuring out how the best way to manage RSS feeds, right? right? A lot of people don't even know what that is. And, um, figuring out where, what directories are out there, how to get these shows on, you know, terrestrial radio. There's actually feeds out there that can do that. Um, it's difficult, but it's, it's doable, you know, um, figuring out 
how to do a live podcast, you mm-hmm. know, uh, finding people who do, who have businesses around live podcasting, you know, cause the, 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 um, thing is there's not a lot of money in podcasting and yeah, that's true. Uh, 2020 might change that, <laughs> but it's, it was just like trying to they have all these problems that popped up because people were asking me to do X and I was like, okay, let's see if I can actually get that happening. And I wanted them to sound just as good as the Joe Rogans right. of the world. And that's yeah. why, that's why I say you're an SME, you yeah. know, yeah. you took the time to learn all the, the, the trick intricate intricate aspects of like running the show, uploading it, the technology with it. And I'll be quite frank, when I first met you all and I was like blown, this is, first of all, we're blessed being in the Northeast. I'm just going to say it out there. Mm. Like Brooklyn is super dope. Newark is super dope. And now Brooklyn is changing. You know, the, com- <laughs> uh, the, whole com- lot. <laughs> the complexion of Brooklyn and Harlem is like changing, oh, yeah, but there's yeah. still some areas, you know, but like, I mean, to see black people with this expertise in terms of like audio and podcasting mm. and all this kind of stuff, like, I was like blown away the first time I met you. And I was like, yo, this is this place to be like God brought me here mm. because they know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. And it's not a whole lot of, um, I think last count when I looked at who was the next black independent black podcast network, there's like one other folks that mm. we know about. And we know other people who are black podcasters who are marginally successful and we but because the community around that is so small, we just know them all. <laughs> it's like, you know, and it's, it's weird. But it's like, and there are bigger entities outside of that, but it's like, it's mainly uh, white or, you know, or their part, they they had like a radio network and then they kind of like transform that. Like, I think it's, um what's the one in New York City? Um, New York Public Radio. Yeah, they they have podcasts. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're like, they're a thing, but, it's public radio, so it's really hard to compete with that. Um, WNYC? Yeah, yeah. WNYC, they're, they're like, they have podcasts, you know. But, I mean, they still do what they do as a radio station, um, but they definitely capitalize on that sort of thing. Um, I don't know what their stats are. Don't ask me. I don't know. But these are, the, like, those are, the, I don't really look at them as competitors, which is more of, like, nah, we can probably carve out our own niche and carve out something dope in that sense, yeah. And how did you pull Nikki into it? Well, she lives with me. <laughs> hey, babe, she, I'm starting a company. Uh, you going to be the uh, chief operating officer? Yes. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Well, I mean, she she definitely has been a huge support um, for me um, during this endeavor and stuff like that. And she herself also has her own podcast, uh, Music mm-hmm. Big. Go check it out. <laughs> um, and, you know, so I really... That's I think that's one of the biggest part that I really appreciate is like just having her in my corner and having her being able to support me through a lot of stuff. Um, and it's it, it's one thing if you just start in one podcast, you don't have to do a whole lot there, right? Depending on the type of podcast you want, we could probably get into that later. But but to do a network, to do a company, trying to come up with how are we structuring this thing. How much money do we need to spend? Where do we need to go? Who do we need to talk to? The you know, real work. Like, yeah, it's like all these little things in the back. It's like, I mean, I experienced a bit of burnout, like literally a year in. It was because it was just, I was just kind of like, oh man, we have to get this done and get things rolling and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, even when I make a mistake or we make a mistake as a, as a network, um, 
I'm not chastised for it. I mean, I chastised myself because it's like, no, I, I wish, but I knew this, but there are people who knew, but they didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, no one told me, no one yeah. came to me about it. You know, I remember at the black history month event where we were, you know, we had me come up there and speak and had others. Nikki was like, we're real grassroots y'all. <laughs> but that's so true, man. Why are we trying to pretend to be something we're not? Yo, right. we're black yeah. people trying to do stuff that hasn't been done before. Like, let's be honest. We're breaking a lot of stuff on the way, you know? Yes. And so we got to stop <laughs> apologizing, man. You know, like, just go out. We're out here doing what we can with what we have. It ain't, it ain't much, but we figure it out. Like, you got your girlfriend, you know? A lot of people, I, I like to say, black people don't have investors. We got cousins. Yeah. <laughs> you ever talk to somebody yet? Like, oh yeah, man. Let me talk to my cousin. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's that's who you can rely on. Yeah, yeah. With your uh, with the with the with the venture uh, GSN, what is your BHAG? And BHAG stands for Big Hairy Audacious Goal. Put you on the spot here. So for like me, for Ironbound, I want to create a million dollar boxing fund to mm-hmm. invest in amateur boxing programs and low income communities. So like everything I'm doing as a brand whether for-profit, non-profit, is to generate funds to be able to bring this vision to life. Like, what does the world look like when Gifted Sounds Network accomplishes its goal? Is it like 10,000 uh, shows? Is it- <laughs> The warehouse. Well, that's one of them. There's a second one, actually. So there are two, I would say there's two, what do you call it? B-hag? Yeah, big hag Big, hairy, big. audacious goal. Uh, so We have two hags. <laughs> <laughs> two hags. That's good. Um... The one that is more towards content creation, not specifically about podcasts, but is the warehouse. Uh, a warehouse where black creatives, kind of like um, public access, brick and stuff like that, except not necessarily um, nonprofit or whatever. I mean, we we'll probably would have a nonprofit arm for sure. And just kind of like this way of like, all right, I want to create a rare house where we have the latest and greatest when it comes to the tech that people use to push out their shows. Right. Um, and showing the black community that you too can be just as good as any of these people out there that you see on television all the time, here on the radio, or you see them pop up or their influence or whatever that stuff. Like now you have access to the to tech. And that's always been a big, big, big thing with me. It was like when it, the school I went to, they had shitty computers. I'm, I'm big into computers and stuff like that. And I had to go out and get my own, build my own and stuff like that. And, and that's why I got into a community of like, Oh wow. Cause when I listen to other podcasts from different networks and stuff, they would talk about how they grew up and the type of access they had to certain resources. And it's like, I want to create that where you can come to the GSN warehouse and create your, you create your vision. This is your content and you know, you will go out, you will have the, the best possible um, way of doing that. You know, whether it's a short story, uh, audio book, a podcast, you know, you want to ha- have rapper's delight, <laughs> whatever. It's like just having that warehouse so people to come in and just be creative and put their voice out there and stuff like that. Wait, we, yeah. we're going to recreate rapper's delight. Whatever. Music video. No, that's not. Gonna start rapping right now. No, no. Um, And the other one is to create um, an online platform similar to um, SoundCloud and um, YouTube. That one is more geared towards podcasts. There's a place to just have people. It's like, you know, that's one of the biggest issue right now is access to podcasts. It's like right now there's Anchor. 
people can just go, you start right off your phone and whatnot. So it's like, it's kind of created already, but Anchor is terrible Mm, (laughs) at a lot of different things. And it's like, and I want to create a website or a platform, an online platform where people can be social with their podcasters and stuff like that. And then at the same time, record a show if they need to straight through the website, if they can, if they want to and stuff like that, you know, along with all these different resources, kits, whatever the case may be, like just to try to help um, people who we can't meet in person just to get started. Or if they can't make it to the warehouse, they can just get started, you know, um, having a place where inspiration can run free. That's yeah, super dope. And yeah. to be honest, we're kind of starting with something like that at Ironbound. I told y'all I'm building a podcast studio nice. and a boxing gym yeah, because yeah. I want my kids to get practice creating original content for themselves, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think there's just tons of collaboration. We were just talking about it too. I mean, once you're in my orbit, man, we're, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. Like I'm rooting for everybody. Um, so let's, let's talk about um, this, this idea of intellectual property because this is something I'm big on, right? Like I love... I'm, I don't say I'm like a voracious reader, but I read a lot of books. I listen to podcasts. You know, I know about the Seth Godin's and the, um, who's another one? Uh, Peter Thiel's and all these thought leaders that everybody talks about. And, right. and, you know, these names get said over and over. But like, where's the black IP? You know, right. where's the where's the black marketing expert? Who's the black Seth Godin right now? You know, like mm-hmm. even you, Lance, you're going to write a book. I'm, I'm speaking <laughs> it to the universe. Seriously, though, like, let's think about it. Where's the black podcaster's guide? You know, it's, it's not out there right now. And so I think that what you guys are doing with the Get to Sounds Network is super dope because we need to own our intellectual property. We need to have IP. Everybody mm-hmm. else is making money off the stuff coming out of black culture, whether it's dance and sports and whatever. But at the right. end of the day, we have no equity like in it. I think I saw a Breakfast Club interview and someone was like, all black people own in this country is sweat. Because <laughs> <laughs> we monetize I, our sweat. I mean, that's pretty true. It's like, it's, it, it is. There's a, what's the thing? Um, most black people, whatever field they're in, they have to work twice as hard yeah. as, the, as their white counterpart. Um, just to show that they can do X or whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, like I said, Mickey, she's a software engineer, you know, and I've seen the struggle she has to go through. I'm, I'm in content creation. I work for a company where I help them create their podcast and create their video content. It's like, um, I wouldn't say I, have a, I had to work twice as hard there, but some of the stuff I know, it's like, they don't know or whatever the case be. And, and it's like, I do work twice as hard because it, I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, uh, IP, intellectual property. Um, first thing, especially with podcasting, I would always tell everyone, what is the name of the podcast? You know? Find out what that is. Whatever the name is, doesn't matter, you know, but I should, people, you know, there's all kind of guidance out there. Keep it short, keep it, you know, spiffy, whatever the case may be. But you have an idea, give it a name. Because once you name it, it's real. You know, it's it now. And then I said, you know, find a way to then create your logo. Figure out your colors and stuff like that. You know, pick whatever trends and design stuff you want to do. But the next thing right after that, own all the social media names as quickly as possible. If you, if you don't have it someplace, whatever the case may be, that's fine. It's not a big deal. You just, just know that you own it and then you keep, uh, you know, keep that in and then get yourself a copyright. Mm. Get to, if you can trademark your logo, get some legalese on that bitch. Just do it very quickly. I mean, I know it's a little expensive, but 
this is your property. You want to show that you own this, you have the documents to back it up and how to do that sort of thing. Um, and this is why it's, it's super important. There's what's like there, if you're not careful, especially places like Anchor and Spotify, read their TOS, the terms of service. If you're going to, you're going to put your show there, you're going to distribute your show to Spotify, however that, however you're trying to do, look at those terms of service. Cause some of those things in there, they'll be like, oh, we have the right to redistribute your show without naming you and then put it in their ads. So what if your let's say your show blows up, you got 10 million downloads, streams or whatever the case may be. Um, then Spotify, this comes along. I'm going to grab your show. We're going to put it in our ad and you ain't see a dime from that. You know, you ain't getting no ad dollars. They ain't sharing shit with you because you didn't read the terms of service and stuff like that and how to own that sort of thing. So there, like, there are ways of being on these net, on these um, platforms without them doing nickel and diamond you in, in, in certain ways or whatnot. But make sure you have a, I always tell, like I told you when you first started, get your copyright and actually bake it into your podcast episode. And there's ways of doing that through metadata. It's very, very important. And it's like, um, and if, if you don't, even if you're not doing that now, you can go back and do it. <laughs> you know, if you have, if you're on a platform that allows you to replace your, your file, go ahead. Just like, I know it's a pain in the ass, but go ahead and just start doing it and whatnot. But I mean, there are other ways to also prove that it's yours and stuff like that, but you want to own that up and down. And that's one thing at GSM we advocate everybody for. It's like, you don't necessarily have to even use our platform to be there. But if you want to be in a network, that's completely fine. We'll help, we'll guide you in a way that it's like, you know, this belongs to you. This is your name. This is your email. This is the things that it's attached to. And, you know, this is not to say that by doing all this stuff that your show, your show is going to blow up or whatever the case may be, but it's a, it's a, it's a path to your own ownership to say that this belongs to X and I own this. This is how it was created. And it is just, it's just a way just like, cover your ass in many ways. Is that what you would say? So do you think the knowledge is what makes gifted sounds different? The fact that like you talk to podcasters like myself and those that you're pulling in to understand like the role, the challenges that they face with regards to IP or at least awareness. Um, yeah, I would, I would think so. Cause there've been people, there's been conversations we've had with other folks that they want to know what we know and, try to replicate it. <laughs> We've ran into a few people like that. Um, but it's, yeah, like there are a lot of people who just don't, won't go out and look up this information and figure it, like, how do I even get started on a podcast? Oh, I only have 200 bucks. How do I get started? What do I do? Where do I go? Who do I speak to? How do I get this out and whatnot? And I pride myself uh, uh, GSN overall on just knowing those that just that part of the IP, like, you know, figuring out, okay, what you should get by the URL right away, figuring out, like, own it all. So it's in your name and whatnot, you know, and make sure you're the driving force behind it. And so it's like, I always tell people, you know, once you own this, this is yours, you know, it, is, it doesn't belong to GSN. We don't own it. We help facilitate you and that's it. You know, what you do from there is up to you. But at the same time, if I do see something going left, right, or whatever the case may be, I'll let you know, like, hey, I think you should do this because you're in danger of losing X and stuff like that. So, you you know, it's like, and I try to keep my eye on that sort of thing and try to keep keep up with the shows and like, yeah, you know, whenever they ask me something, I just try to respond. I hope that answered the questions. I was rambling a bit. What do you think? <laughs> 
I think y'all are both like a, a source of knowledge for me because I know I text Lance or at least early on I don't bother him as much but early on I was texting him all the time asking him questions and he was there he's a great resource to really uh, help throughout but I do notice um, and there's something you're very passionate about which is not spreading like false information can you talk to us a little bit about that because I know that's a clause on the contract that Nikki uh, sent me too is like we don't share like false information right right or, hate speech that sort of thing yeah um yeah so i guess i guess it's, that's one thing i noticed right right before i started uh, the network and stuff for that i i ran into a lot of black men specifically black men who were doing podcasts or in that realm of like creating content and the type of stuff they put out on youtube and whatnot and it was uh, you know, along the lines of like flat earthers or um, something about some some sort of weird racist shit or whatever whatever they can think of to just kind of put in there, like setting just a lot of misinformation about things that are proven fact. <laughs> you know, so it's like or women having periods and and white people cause oh them. the hoteps <laughs> oh, that's what hoteps are yeah. right the the hoteps and stuff like I that was kind of like around the time when like a lot of it was just a lot in my orbit like my orbit I was just hearing these the things black conscious movement right right yeah which you know I would say the black but like the bad version right there is a bad contingency of the them who are loud as fuck and it's kind of hard to ignore them and one thing that we didn't want to do is have a um have that type of network where uh that was that's coming from our like you know associated with the name and whatnot so i think that it's me as like me personally is a big pet peeve of mine like misinformation lying and stuff like that i'm not with it you know and i want that to be reflected in the network and i also and i feel like that brings integrity to a person gen, being genuine being you and it's like put that out there and if you feel like you don't know something there's nothing wrong with admitting that you don't know and it's like as long as you're open to learn and listen and in like then put it put it back out there pay it forward you know and uh, we've, like I said, we've had people approach us and they wanted to do what, you know, X, Y, and Z. But when we checked them out and everything, we see that, oh, okay, you, you like talking a whole lot. I mean, it's not wrong talking shit, but be accurate in your talk, <laughs> in your, in your shit talking, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that not on our network and stuff like that. And unfortunately, a lot of people who are along those lines, um, like, especially, you know, recently with, um, um, Kobe passing. Uh, I saw a lot of, you know, black podcasts because I'm in a few groups where I see they post stuff and whatnot. And you can tell that these people are in their feelings versus what's actually happening and they don't really quite do critical thinking. And and it's like, you know, that's not something I want the network to be associated with in that sense. And it's like, and it's fine. You want to cry on a show? Like we had that recently. Um, LBRS, uh, Let's Be Real Sports. One of the co-hosts, he's a huge Kobe fan. And he came and he cried. But like, you know, he was upset, but he didn't go into Gail King or the news or anything like that. He just talked about his love for Kobe and everything else. And it's like, and that's completely fine. And even if he was angry with Gail King or anything like that, that's fine as well. But I know he wouldn't say something derogatory, um, towards her because you know that's not who he is as a person and that's you know i feel like that breeds integrity not just from the shows but for the network as well it's like you can express yourself and that's completely fine but 
there are ways of handling certain situations where you don't need to go to the lowest common denominator to just get your point across. And and I think that ties into what we were just talking about even before about like releasing content. Man, it's your personal brand. This right. is going to be stuff that's going to stick with you forever. Once it right. goes the on internet the internet, doesn't forget. <laughs> the internet doesn't forget. And everybody yeah. knows the internet's undefeated. Right. <laughs> internet. Have you seen yeah. the memes whenever yeah. something happens? Uh, <laughs> last thing I need is something popping up when I'm trying to run for president or whatever. And then they they pull out something crazy I said on a podcast, you know. Mm. Uh, it's real though, but people need to be at least aware of like, once you put stuff out there to the universe, this stuff is out there. It's in right. whatever the internet and beyond. Yeah, be, be cognizant of your personal goals as well. It's like, you know, if you're going to be doing this sort of thing, it's almost like you're immortalizing yourself. You know, and you don't know who's listening. And I can tell you right now, GSN's shows, they chart all over the world. We're top 200 in most charts around the world. So it's, you know, somebody's listening somewhere. They may not interact or engage with you or everything like that. They may not feel like they need to, but they're tuning in. They're coming in and be like, all right, cool. What this guy say today, you know, that, 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 stuff like that. So there, and some people are just listening because they want to learn more about Americans because most of our, our podcasts are Americans. So it's like, they want to hear what black folks think about X and whatnot, how people do with that sort of thing. So it's like, and I feel like it's a, also an opportunity to write that narrative, you know, because people might think certain things about black folks who are like this or black men or black women. And it's like, but you have this group over here who are like, well, they're black and they're on the GSN network. And I know that um, they don't act like that. They don't do this. They don't do all this other stuff. They had, they had a conversation about it, but I could point to it and be like, look, this is a different perspective. And it's not, it, it doesn't, it's not always a positive perspective, but it's a perspective nonetheless. You know, podcasting is just such a powerful medium for disenfranchised voices, you know, for so long, like you couldn't have, I mean, to do what we're doing now, like even with this equipment, like th- 10 years ago, this is like $15,000 worth of equipment. You know what I'm saying? It's like a whole situation. So the only kind of people who would have access to this stuff might be like the entertainment industry, but just like your normal everyday black man, female, black male or female, you know, living the American dream, you know, or if I'm growing up in the projects or something, I have something I want to say about uh, my upbringing or something that interests me, like they didn't have access to to reach out to the masses. And so now all of a sudden it's like, watch out. Cause you know, it's open. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just need people to like step up and like own their truths and share their stories. And so for me, yeah. you know, this is uh being a black veteran, an entrepreneur, yo, I experienced the world in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I needed an outlet to um express those thoughts because like you said, this is who knows who's going to read this like 50 years later or something. Right. But yeah. Don't, don't put some mythology on Mike Stedman. You know, like we do a lot of our leaders, like all this mythology. It's like, he didn't, he didn't say that. He didn't right. think that. Well, how would you know? Well, he's got like fucking 400 episodes right. where he repeats it over and over. I go find an archive.com. Yeah. <laughs> or, and, dot org. Yeah. Dot org. So, so this actually brings up what you talked about brings us, brings us, um, brings up a good point going into our last topic here, but is a, uh, the black podcaster landscape. Mm. And I know for me, when I was looking at like doing a podcast, uh, I started typing in like black podcast and whatever everything was coming out of Europe. Remember yeah. I, I made that comment? Yeah. I'm like, yo, where are yeah. the black, are there black podcasters? You know, yeah. I know we have like the entertainment industry. So you got like T.I., yeah. Mike Tyson, all these names, whatever. But what does the landscape for you all out there that have gone to like, you've been to the conferences, you're plugged in. Like, what does the landscape look like for us as people of color, particularly African-Americans in the podcast landscape? 
Um, well, I can kind of speak on that. Like when it comes to how you describe the show digitally, like in metadata or in tags, maybe that's why a lot of European ones came up because there's plenty of black podcasts here. Um, it's just how it's written and searchable. SEO. Yeah. yeah. How you can SEO be. SEO too. How you discover, like, um, black podcast landscape, black podcast landscape here in America. Uh, they're there. Most of them are geek related. So comic books, TV shows, movies, that sort of thing. Uh, cosplayers, conventions, that sort of thing. Um, so they're definitely out there. You think uh, most of them are, t- are geek related? I think most of them are like relationship related. Uh, well, the ones that, like the ones I keep seeing are geek related, but okay. whenever you like you do, if you do, but it depends on your search, <laughs> you know, your history and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And there is a whole lot. So there's like, there's that set. And then there's like relationship talk, um, you know, or some people, baby mama drama, it's out there, <laughs> you know, it's like just about, any sort of black topic you can think of, it's, it does exist. Uh, but like we were saying before about the IP, you don't really know. You can't find them because they're not discoverable. And they're not curated yet, all in one location. Exactly. Well, one, one girl, uh, one lady was trying to do this on Twitter, Barry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, podcasting while black. Uh, mm-hmm. Podcast in color. Pod, yeah, sorry. Pods, uh, pods in color or podcast in uh, pods in podcast in color or pods in color. She has like a hashtag. She started pod in. She right. started podcast in color. She, I, I think her claim to fame is she's more or less um, discovered to read or worked with them at some point. Yeah, like she was really, she was very much an advocate from the beginning. Yeah, and unfortunately, she's stopped. You know, she's been like kind of shutting down. Well, she did say that she was going to stop like. Well, she said it, but she's still going strong. She's still yeah. tweeting. She's still sharing really valuable information. Yeah. She was like one of the first, like, the one of the first, I think, was to create like a black um, podcast directory where you can go and find all the different black podcasts out there and stuff like that. And uh, so that's one way I learned about a lot of the different black podcasts out there. Um, it's valuable resource and whatnot. Uh but it's like when it comes to like the type of genre and stuff like that, there's not a whole lot that's like all black all the time. Some of them are mixed with like, you know, they have white counterparts or Indian or whoever. Uh, there's another contingency, West Indian podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, which all they do is talk about food all the time. But, you know, that's my people's age. Oh, they just love food. <laughs> it's like, you know, um, but their their contingency is a little bit different where it's like they, it's very his, very history based like it's a lot about family and history and stuff like that where they come from and their lineage and stuff like that um so is is it safe to say that the landscape is wide open though for people wanting to get in yeah i it, at this point at this point in time there's literally nothing that's actually stopping anyone from getting in because the barrier to entry is so low right now um you you like most people spend what five hundred to eight hundred to a thousand dollars on a phone. If especially if you have depending on the type of phone you have, you can start a podcast just out your pocket. You know, I, I would go to the extent that um, we need more people to come in. We need to hear more about the veteran perspective. Like we all have veterans in our families or we mm. know someone who has veterans in, in their families or, or our friends are veterans. Like 
that's just one example of the, the subgroups within our group that deserve to be heard. Um, there's so many of us, we're not a monolith. We're very unique people and we have so many different perspectives and they're all valuable and we deserve to be heard. Yeah. And we need to be heard by each other because we need to see ourselves reflected in the world. Yeah. And at the same time, it's, it's like the wild west, honestly. Um, yeah. So why not take it over? You know, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, it's like the wild west. Just about anything goes. I mean, not, you know, I've seen some shit where it's like, I mean, it will pull down shortly afterwards, <laughs> but um, where it's like, it's now out there. There's a whole lot of huge, there's like just about any avenue you can think of, any niche you can think of. It's almost like YouTube, you yeah. know, it's like, and you know, it, I would say that, yeah, podcasting did start out as a white boy thing. It was a lot of white men doing it for a very, very long time, you know, and then now, you know, a lot of the black folks coming up, you know, doing the thing, um, there's, you know, there's now, now it's at the point where this whole career is out of it. So that's another part of the landscape that people don't really know exists. You can literally go on LinkedIn or any job finding thing, just type in podcasts and the amount of companies that are looking to either start one, need an engineer, a researcher, a host, you name it. There's jobs because they, they're treating it like it's radio. Mm. Right. So, and you know, it's cool if you were, if you, if you're lucky enough to get onto a huge brand like Marvel, like we know somebody who's on there and she has a podcast with them. Um, Angelique Roche, uh, dope, dope, dope podcast. I, honestly, um, not, not a plug for her, but you know, I'm just saying like, she's a black femme. That's like, boom, she's doing it. I mean, she's get automatically, that's a huge one. And then there's like other companies that you may not even heard of that are like doing these things. And they also have huge audiences as well. So it's like, it's a way to get your toe in there. So you can create a, a career outside of just podcaster where you can be a content creator or you can be a producer, an editor, an engineer. You know, if you learn all this stuff, hell, if you're smart enough, you can start building the equipment <laughs> that people need, the mics, the boards, you know. Um, creating platforms and, you know, creating the software, creating the the websites. So like, how do you get this, you know, get the people in there to be immortalized in some ways? And I want to take that even further again to say that we need to be creative in the different um, outlets that we have for not only expressing ourselves, but to get paid to, to earn a living. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we're the group that gets paid the least in this yeah. country, like we have to be creative in not only surviving in this country and in this world, but to thrive. What's the, what's the line from Charles Gambino's song? Get that money, black man. <laughs> it's like word. Yeah. And I'm black yeah, woman too. <laughs> but that's why, I mean, everything you head on, like I see an opportunity within the digital marketing space for young men and women of color here in the city of Newark to get employed. Mm -hmm. This is why we're building a podcast studio at the Ironbound Boxing Academy. I did a digital, hey. I did a digital marketing workshop with my boxers today mm -hmm. because Running social media is exhausting. Creating content is exhausting. Yeah, Yo, yeah, yeah. if these businesses, if they want to pay one of our boxers $500 to manage their social media for a month or whatever, yo, I'm going to train them up and I'm going to send them out there. Yeah. It will be worth it. Yeah. They will get their money back because that is the future. Right. For yeah. real. Yeah. Ad tech, mark tech, whatever, you know, market tech, that sort of thing. Um, you can get into that sort of thing. It'll be beautiful, you know, and- Hell, like I said, it can be a whole career, man. 
Just gotta figure it out. Before we wrap up, you made a comment. Uh, when I first started meeting y'all, we, we went out to a brunch, whatever. Um, and you you made a comment. It was funny to me. And I want you to explain it to what our audience is out there. Because like even Confession of a Native Son, right? A lot of people who listen to this podcast mm. aren't just black people, right? Yeah, I create right. this podcast, create empathy for people out there that are mm. curious to know what a black veteran has to say about certain things. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily describe myself as blackity black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for black people. I'm not rooting for everybody that's black. I'm probably rooting for most people that are black. But if you're like R. Kelly or something, I ain't rooting for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No, no, like, yeah, he's got yeah, everything yeah. that's coming to him. Yeah. But talk to me about blackity black. Because y'all are in Brooklyn. <laughs> y'all see. What What does blackity black mean? Um, You want to? There's a purpose to this. You know, there's a purpose to one's moves, to the, the actions that you take, to the thoughts that you um, bring the actions from. There's... There's there's um, a reasoning, there's uh, a commitment to strengthening our people, and um, pro being pro black has never been ab about being anti anyone else. It has never been about that. Right. Please, if you think that at all, that is not what it's about. Yeah. It's, it's about loving oneself when you've heard from different outlets and in different ways not to. And it's about loving each other yeah. and, and making this world a better place for everyone, including you, right? You don't want to be like around people who, who hate themselves or who's not advocating for themselves when they need to be. And like, you don't want to be considered better than anyone. Like you're a human being like everyone else, right? I'm sure you believe in equality. So do we. So we're just like elevating ourselves. We're purposefully elevating ourselves and cheerleading ourselves. So we can make a playing field an, a, an even playing field for ourselves and for everyone else. Mm. As, yeah. a, as opposed to just power to the people, all the people, free the people, <laughs> free men, F police, F everybody, yeah. black power, all power, everyday power. You know? No, I mean, it, it is also a definition as well. It's, it's, it's that it's, Pointing to, you know, pro-blacks out there, even the hoteps, um, even people who are hippie, black, Afropunk, that, you know what I'm saying? It's like- Like me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's, it's like pointing to a part of the culture that's like, it's all black. Yeah. This is what we doing. It's run from- Black blue. milk. Yeah. <laughs> black you know, shoes, black everything. Just black it up. Yeah. yeah. Only shopping black, eating black, yeah. talking exactly. black. Exactly. Like, like my, my brother, you know, <laughs> calm down. All black, you know, so it's like, and it's like, I mean, that's, I think that's been the dream for a lot of folks too as well. Um, but unfortunately, you know, not unfortunate, but we live in a world where it's like, it's just not just, it's not just black people. And, yeah. um, you know, like, like what Mickey was saying, it's like, yeah, GSN is about enhancing or pushing up, you know, black voices and whatnot. Um, but it doesn't mean that we wouldn't take on someone who wasn't black. Right. You know, uh, you can still approach us. It's not a problem. It's just like, as long as you're not an asshole, you know, it's like, uh, but it's, it's like part of our main state, our mission, I would yeah. say. Don't apologize. Uh, it's needed. You know, yeah. it's just, it's not that you're anti anything. You're just creating a safe space for voices right. to come yeah. to feel like they're around others that understand. And it's about positioning, you know, and we talked about that. That's one of the reasons why I came on the network. And again, this show is all about like being a veteran is very conservative. Mm -hmm. If you're in corporate America, I'm just tired of being like one of one. That's why I'm an entrepreneur. Mm. I'm tired of like going into space and feeling like I can't bring my culture in it. 
you know? And so I think we just want to show up and be as authentic as we can because we can just crush it so much more. You know, if I came to this podcast, like, hey, good morning, Lance. This is Mike Stedman. Welcome to <laughs> Confessions of a Native Son. I want to talk about um, being a person of, no, I like, mm. let's joke and talk about, you know, these crazy hoteps and everything else <laughs> we got to deal with, um, which is real. Yeah, it and, is real. And it, yeah, it's, it's real funny too. And yeah. they're in Brooklyn. Y'all are in Brooklyn. Oh it's, man. Every time I think I get, <laughs> yo, there's so many tribes of black people in this country. Mm-hmm. Like just when I think I'm getting used to like black people, like I'll go somewhere else. I come to Newark. I'm like, yo, the people here are way different than like black people in Texas. Mm-hmm. Then I go across the bridge to Harlem and I'm like, yo, this yeah. is straight. It's like it's the wild west out here. <laughs> and they don't even get me started on Brooklyn. Like you said, Brooklyn is like, Brooklyn is some other, I don't even know how to describe Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn is, Brooklyn is confused right now, mm. you know, cause you got the blackity black on the far end, but then you got people riding scooters through blackity black <laughs> towns. Like, Oh, excuse me. Is this where the latte? Yeah. Get a latte here? Don't yeah, get it yeah, twisted. Yeah. We can be gentrifiers. We can be oh, yeah. black yuppies. We, we got our terms. Buppies. Yeah. yeah We're yeah. buppies. Williamsburg is full of We're them. blipsters. <laughs> black hipsters. Yeah. We got, out there. You got the black elites. Oh, man. We're, oh, yeah, yeah. That's why this show is going to be. This show is already dope because there's just so much topics we're going to talk about. Mm. And it's a marathon. Um, mm. uh, and actually, I actually had another section I was going to cover with them. But I'm going to have Lance come on. We'll do this at another time. Uh, just how do you guys get, how does someone get started in podcasting and sure. mistakes they made? So. Maybe I'll bring, I'll bring you on, Lance, and this will be a good uh, opportunity to take over my platform and educate <laughs> the good people out there that want to start a podcast to get power to the people, all the people, free yeah. people. Sure, yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> down for that. I can get way, way more technical. Um, so closing <laughs> remarks, what do you want our audience to know out there about Gifted Sounds Network um, and what you're trying to do to change the world? Um. Like I said before, Gift of Sounds is a place for, you know, empowering black voices, uh, you know, but not just black voices as well, but just anybody with a voice, you know, if they want to come through as well. Uh, and we are a one-stop shop for everything. You know, it's not just you have your podcast and go, we just leave you into the wild. If you have that ability to do that on your own, that's completely fine. But our platform is also there to help your show grow and push out to different areas that you may not normally know to go to. Um, we provide those resources. We provide a state-of-the-art studio, a physical location where you can come and do your thing, live streaming, production, in the field, you name it. You know, like I said, we do it all. So, you know, it's like you need it done, we can get it done, you know, pretty awesome. much. Yeah. Awesome. Nikki, any parting words? Um. Well, if I could put on my my hippie hat. Go ahead. Um, yeah, learn, let's all learn how to love. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's it's so great that you that you mentioned that like like being blackity black black is state of mind. Um and at the same time like just loving each other and like appreciating the the uniqueness in all of us and having fun with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So appreciate y'all coming to Newark, Brick City, come spend some time with me, talk a little strategy, got to do a little podcasting. And I just, I'm thankful to you both for giving me a platform to share my voice with the world. And uh, Absolutely. I know I pinged Lance the other day and he was like, we're at like a thousand plus some subscribers. Yeah. And when I started this, like, I'm not trying to make money off. This is just a way for me to express myself in this 
and deal with this double consciousness that I have to face and like some of you all out there have to face. But it's empowerful to know that like, we know with your support and you guys' support as a whole, we've been able to touch that many people in just such a short amount of time. And so it's just been a blessing. And I'm excited to watch Gifted Sounds Network grow. I'm excited to be a part of that growth. Um, we're going to do some great collaborations with Ironbound Boxing and the Ironbound Boxing Academy as we build out this podcast studio. Going to bring Lance in. We're going to do a lot of collaboration, man. It's all about like, I told y'all, man, black people, we can't do stuff by ourselves. You know, we got to help each other out. And so I think we require a different approach to capitalism and starting businesses. I think we need more collectives. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you're not good at marketing. Well, I'm pretty good at marketing. Uh, organic marketing. I might know somebody else that does it. So figuring out, you know, how to support each other and uplift each other. And this is why, you know, this podcast is sponsored by Dope Coffee. You know, that's my boy from another mother, Mike Lloyd, fellow Marine, served together. And, you know, we created this platform as a, this, this show as a way to um, bring awareness to both of our brands versus, you know, Ironbound Boxing and Dope Coffee. So um, you can do us a favor by subscribing to this show and do a favor by not only subscribing to this show, but giving us five stars and leaving a review on iTunes. Those really help us pop up to the front of SEO. But I also need you to forward this show to just one person. If you like the content from it, just forward it to one person, share it with them and let them know about it so they can tune in and subscribe as well. I've already told you what a super fan would be. If you like all about, if you blackity black, no, nah, not blackity black. <laughs> if you are dopity dope, Right? We're going to say dopey dope. You're rocking an Ironbound boxing hoodie, sipping some dope coffee, listening to this show on the Gift of Sounds Network. Like, that's a super fan, right? Not even going to iTunes, streaming it straight from the website. Um, take a picture of yourself. <laughs> and take a, yeah, take a picture of yourself and send it to me. Yeah. But you can uh, you can go get some dope coffee at www.realdopecoffee.com and you can support my brand, Ironbound Boxing, by donating at our website, ironboundboxing.org. And remember, your donations that come through our site are for supporting our free amateur boxing programs for youth and young adults here in the city of Newark. We're 100% free for the community. We don't charge. And one of the ways we're able to do that is through your donations. We have a nonprofit 501c3 org. Um, we'll get you on our newsletter and mailing list, but um, this is important to us. And this is really the reason why I do what I do. Um, and you can always message me on LinkedIn or email me at Mike at weareironbound.com. Um, I got to give you guys, where, if people want to get a hold of Gifted Sounds, where do they go? Uh, it's uh, giftedsounds.com or, you know, or you just email us at giftedsoundsnetwork.com. Uh, that's pretty much, we don't have like a bunch of emails at the moment, but we probably will have more. You can like, or you can just submit a, a, like an inquiry on the website as well. Um, you just head over there. It all comes back to, to us. Yeah. Both of us. Yeah. Uh, from there, just start a conversation. Mm. And the last shout out, my co-producer, Mr. Mike Lloyd, AKA Creative Mike the Rapper, AKA CEO of Dope Coffee, who you hear on the intro track. Mike uh, always helps me edit the audio for this show. And uh, this is just my brother, man. We're, we we got to make successful businesses. So between Ironbound Boxing, between Dope Coffee, between GSN, like these are dope ass black owned businesses that you can reach out and like touch literally. Um, mm -hmm. And so get a hold of us, you know, support us, help us grow so we can create more dope businesses, you know, so we can get to the top, this mindset, but lift as we climb and reach back and help others get to where we are. So thanks for tuning into the show. We truly appreciate you all. And until next time, peace, love, and have a great rest of your week.